Welcome to From Numbness to Fulfillment podcast with Jordana Miazza. That's me. My goal here is to help you feel alive, love your life and enjoy it to the fullest. For this, we'll use incredible breakthrough tools, insights and research that I discovered in my own journey from a very disconnected self to who I am today. So if you feel kind of unplugged from your life, from who you truly are or lost or stuck, and you want to not only know but become the best wholehearted version you can be, I am so here for you. And I promise you'll feel free, empowered, and more you than ever before. So grab a cup of your favorite drink, get comfortable, and come join me every week in this journey from numbness to fulfillment. Hi, welcome to another episode of From Numbness to Fulfillment. I hope you had an amazing, relaxing and replenishing week. I really hope that because week by week we are doing and talking about so many things that I really hope that you're putting all this into practice and also realizing that the only way to enjoying really life to the fullest is to be in the moment, to live the moment and whatever you feel like you need in that moment. So if you need to go out, just go out. If you need to relax, just relax. If you need to sleep a bit more, just go and sleep like a power nap or something. Just listen to your, to your body, to your soul that speaks to you constantly. Today, I want to talk a bit more about this listening to our inside, you know, our voice, our soul's voice. I want to talk about listening to our heart, actually. We are so used to live in our minds, in our brains. And yes, the mind is an incredible creator. That is its main function. But sometimes, many times, sadly, we overlook the wisdom of our heart. One thing is to let our mind speak and a completely different one is to let our heart speak. Their methods to reach any conclusions are different as well. As humans, our emotions come in pairs or even more than that at the same time. And when our mind is focused on one, usually the heart is focused on the other one. If our mind is telling us how angry it is with the situation, we can focus on what emotion our heart wants us to notice. And most of the time that emotion is actually the root emotion. It's like the mind notice the feeling that's more in the surface and the heart is focused on what's behind. What's the deepest emotion we are feeling? There's no hiding from what the heart can see. I want to tell you now about the longest night of my life. It was long, of course, but not because of the hours that really went by. It was long because of the heaviness I felt. It was long because time stretched so much that it seemed the time didn't pass at all. I was 18 years old, actually. It was my first day with 18. I was sitting in a bed in a very small room in motel in US. The night before at 12, it was 
One night that I was going to remember for the rest of my life. Sadly, that night is when happened my second abuse. I didn't recognize it as an abuse until years later. I thought that it was me and three, 40-something, having fun. Up until a point where it wasn't fun for me anymore. And years later, actually, when I grew up more, more into adulthood, I could see that that wasn't how I remembered it at all. I replayed the scene in my head. I replayed it like, like a movie. And I noticed that as an adult, I could recognize now a lot of hints that I didn't in my last day of 17. I didn't. So many things that now I see in with my 17-year-old son, there are so many things that are so easy for me to recognize, like how you don't see this. Like same with my other kids, like how you don't see this. But it is exactly the same. I was 17, I didn't know. I didn't know that these people were trying to, to get me drunk. Like it is such an easy way to to get a teenager to, to do whatever you want. If you have bad intentions, I didn't see that. You know, I never really liked alcohol. That was something that I just, just never enjoyed. It's like my body rejected it. So even if I had like a drink after the whole night, only just two centimeters were zipped from that glass. That night, I thought that we were having fun because we were celebrating my 18th birthday. Then I realized that everything happened after 12. Can you believe? That's insane. It's insane what adults, bad intention adults can do just to get them out of trouble, right? Because I was already an 18, so I was already old enough. So I wasn't a minor anymore. I, I won't get into details because that, that's not what this is about. But many things happened that night. The person, one of the people that was there was actually my boss. I was a singer. I went to Miami to actually record the soundtrack of a miniseries that they were doing. This man was a friend of my mother's. I went there. She was there for a week with me and then she went back to Argentina. So I was working there every day in that company because when I, when I started, then those other things that I want to do. So then I just, I just stayed there. So going back to that night and this person that was supposed to take care of me and him with a couple, some men and a woman that were a friend of his, they, they were just really friendly with me and really nice and all blah, blah. But that night something different happened. I didn't let him, this guy, to do anything to me. And he was so upset about this that he told his wife that I wanted to do something with him. And his wife, of course, believed him. And I was living there because that was the only place I could live because my mother took me there and he was supposed to take care of me. And his wife would leave notes threatening to kill me. And... She would come to my bedroom at night, like um, 3 a.m. in the morning, and she would turn on the lights and say something horrible to me. 
and then just go back to bed. It was just ridiculous. So this guy took me out and took me to a motel in the middle of fucking nowhere. It was surrounded by highways and I had no idea where I, where it was. He just dropped me there. And that first night there, I was sitting in a dark, very small motel room, looking through the window with the lights off. It was, I don't know, two, three, four. I have no idea what time it was. I was just looking through the window, sitting on the bed, watching the cars passing by. And my mind was racing, like, didn't understand what was going on. Like, this was supposed to be fun, but then it wasn't. And I didn't want any of that. And... I started thinking that this was my fault. That is something very common in this type of things. You start feeling that it is your fault. I thought, oh, maybe if I didn't have a drink or like, it's just ridiculous, like everything. You're trying to justify the situation. I was there sitting, not understanding anything that happened in the past 24 hours. And at some point, I think that my mind just went blank. Like, I couldn't comprehend anymore. It was just too much. I wasn't crying. I wasn't, I was completely numbed of emotions because when you have uh, an experience that is so raw, so uncomfortably raw and painful, that really your, your mind and, and even your soul cannot comprehend, it has this mechanism of detaching from your emotions just because it is too much. It's like a safety mechanism to protect yourself from, from those feelings, from those hard, really, really hard feelings. It happened to me before uh, when I was 16 uh, on my first one. Anyway, I was sitting there. At some point, my mind went blank and I just stood there forever. And somehow a faint faint voice came through. I was just looking out the window, but my eyes were not looking, you know, like I was a ghost. And this voice said, go to bed, like right now, go to bed. I was like a zombie and I didn't want to do that because I didn't have the strength to just throw myself just to one side because I was on the bed already. But I did because I kept hearing it louder and louder. Like it's time, like it, it's enough, it's enough. Just go to bed, it's enough. So I did, I went to bed. I was completely scared, like so scared. Like the moment I entered that motel room, I put all the locks in the, in the door. I was scared, but at the same time, I felt safer than before. That night, I used to have nightmares my entire life and that night it wasn't any different but I think that I was so tired so exhausted like my mind my body my soul like everything was so exhausted that I fall asleep uh, what happened the next day is that this guy didn't pick me up because he was so upset that I said no to him <laughs> it's insane but uh, he didn't pick me up. He told me he was going to pick me up in the morning. He didn't. And then I woke up. It was like 10 a.m. And I called. And I, I was supposed to be like 8.30 at work. 
And I called and I said, I'm so sorry, I, I just fell asleep. I thought that you were going to pick me up. And of course, he was angry and he said, you're an adult, you're supposed to, to come to work at that time. And you didn't. So I took taxi to work and he was like pissed, like um, angry with me. And at that moment, I said, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? So I let my heart lead the way. And I pick up the phone, I called an agency, I asked for a flight that same day. And I just went to the house and I left. I just picked up all my things and I left. I didn't even tell my dad, like my dad wanted me to go back. He never agreed for me to go there by myself. So I came back the next day to Argentina. The airline was just so bad. Uh, they lost my bags. It, it was just so, like, you know, like those things that happen when you don't think things through. I just didn't care. I just, just knock on the door of my dad's and he opened the door and I said, hi. <laughs> oh my God, I could have given, given him a heart attack. I didn't think that through either. So. What happened that night was that I shifted from mind to heart. We, we are so used to just living in our mind all the time. I'm always encouraging you to reach to the deepest emotion and try to name it as specifically as possible. If and when we pay attention to the emotion the heart is focusing on, we are taking a shortcut to the root emotion. And by recognizing that emotions are symptoms of a need being met or not, then this shortcut will help us to easily identify it. And then we can go a step further and ask what need of ours is not being met. So for this week, try to see if you notice a difference between the two. What is your mind telling you and what is your heart telling you? Sometimes they come to the same conclusion, but many times they don't. So when you find your mind talking too much, Try to focus on the voice of your heart and have another perspective of the situation. Whatever it is, it could be something very simple. Like, for example, every morning when I wake up, I, I started doing that a couple of months ago and I, I just love it. So every time I wake up, I ask, like, what do I want to drink today? Like, instead of saying, oh, okay, I'll have a coffee or I'll have a tea or whatever it is, I'll say, hmm. Like, I really tune in to myself when I say, oh, what do you fancy? Like, what do you want? What do you want today? What exactly do you do you want right now? And I just go with that. Even if that is like a fruity tea, which I would <laughs> never pick, but <laughs> I just go with the flow. So try to tune in to your heart, to your soul, and try and see if you, if you notice a difference, if you notice what's different between listening to your mind and listening to your heart. And I'm not saying stop listening to your mind. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying we have so many tools. Why just use one? Why use one all the time when you have all this plethora of beautiful and magnificent tools at our disposal that we can use? So let's do that this week. And... I would love to know your input and all this. So 
go to our Facebook community. We have from Numbness to Fulfillment community. You can just go to Facebook and search for that and just send a message there. Monday to Friday, we have prompts like quick things every day that you can can use to help being connected with yourself and just share your amazing tips with everybody else in the group. Also, you can connect with me on Instagram. You can DM me. You can send me an email to Jordana at fromnumnesstofulfillment.com. And if you think that this episode could help someone, if you could think of one person, please share it with them. And if you are enjoying these podcasts, please review it wherever you're listening this podcast from. Just go to that platform and, and review it. That review could help more and more people to know about this and to benefit from everything that we're talking here. So I really encourage you to do that. I want to tell you that I have many interviews planned for you. They will be amazing. You will love them. I don't want to say anything right now, but for like this week, next week and the other week, I have around seven different interviews with amazing people to talk about anxiety, to talk about stress, to talk about boundaries, to talk about so many juicy, beautiful things. And they have so great tips to to share with you. So if you want to stay tuned for that, and if you didn't do that by now, just click subscribe so you don't miss out on those beautiful things. Okay, have a beautiful, beautiful week. I want to do something different today. I want to leave you with a song I wrote. Uh, I have a friend of mine saying, oh, I wish you would do that. So I'm doing that today. I'm going to share a song that is about actually everything that we talked today. This song is called Slowing Down. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.